to the Gospel of Matthew, the first, the first book in the New Testament. Uh, I don't know if this screen is actually, actually now I can look to the other screen. Uh, online people, can you uh, comment? Uh, let me see. Believe it or not, uh, my online people today include uh, people like, well, I see Nana Easy here. I see uh, Bernadette Jumba. That is my one and only. I see Joanna Suvuga, uh, Pastor Becky. Could somebody double check for me uh, or make a comment about the sound? We want some feedback about the sound. How is the sound? We want to know how we are doing there. And I do have now my screen here working. Uh, media team, we thank God for you. Uh, today I want to take a quick moment here as we pause to reflect, first of all, on the word that was shared on Sunday. A reminder that you and I, uh, I think a reminder we can use Every day, every every day, as a, every day when we wake up as Christ, Christians, remind of how to live our day, how to live our lives. A reminder to love, a reminder to love our brothers and sisters. For he says he uses. Can I get a hunger? When you hungry, can I can go? What 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 because he uses exactly that word, and I want to. There, we have a hunger. Thank you very much. Mixa, <laughs> thank you. So, when Jesus is asked the question, as uh, our, our preacher on Sunday was helping us to really appreciate the, the greatest commandment, Jesus answers that question in two ways. He says, so the, Jesus was asked, Master, what is the greatest commandment? So he answers by saying that the greatest commandment is that love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And he says the second one is very similar to the first one. And he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So the reason why I brought the hunger here. And he says, on those two commandments, Hang all the rest of the, of the law. Does it have a sensor? No, it's the smoke that turns it on, right? Yeah, it's not the thing. Uh, can I have someone on the camera? So Jesus says, I think this was meant to be like this. Jesus says that the most 
or the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your entire being. The second one is also similar. It says the second one is love your neighbor as you love yourself. And now this is where the hunger comes in. And it says any other commandment you will ever hear needs to hang on to these two. In other words, when you do the first two, what are the first two? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And you also do love your neighbor as you love yourself. When you do that, everything else is going to hang on to that. In other words, when you follow those two, you literally have all the rest of the laws taken care of. Because by doing that, you have hanged the rest of the law that there is on those two. So if you invest your effort and your prayer into those two, <coughs> that Mukama, yes, neta gebira bovinji, neta go kole biyama gero, neta go kulaba kubantunga bazo kukano, neta go kuzuksa kubafu, neta go kulaba kubiyama gero on my hands, on my watch. Yes, all those things are good. But he's saying to you, if you want to live a fully accomplished, obedient life, obedient when it comes to Jesus, he says, do to the best of your ability. Do those first two. You would have essentially followed every law that there is on this planet. And I, I thank you, Mchala Mugans, for that reminder. Maybe I don't remind us. I think I'll leave it there for, for, for now. It will remind us that those are what, what we have there are the two most important commandments. To love God. To love God with all our heart, with all our mind, with our soul. And then to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Once we do that, we have done everything. We have fulfilled the requirement when it comes to living an obedient life because the question had been to Jesus, Master, what is the greatest commandment? When you do that, you have no, no matter what other laws that you might be fulfilling, you might be you might be the, the the biggest giver this world has ever seen in terms of giving to uh, to the work of God. You must be you might be the 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 biggest uh, prayer uh, warrior that the ministry has ever seen uh, in terms of uh, and we need prayer. You might be the best teacher that the world has ever seen. You might be doing all those other things that are required for us as a Christian, but you have not completed what it takes to be an obedient follower of Christ. Because when Christ was asked what the greatest commandment is, he pointed out those two. So I want to remind you and take you back to that message that Muchala Mugans reminded us uh, on Sunday to, for you and I to love our brethren, <coughs> regardless of uh, their shortcomings, but also regardless of your shortcomings. Because 
because of our own issues nafe tuine biatu changaranya ngo ine nko waje wako wa munga abantu abamuto tokenda balaga kwagala yesu kwandi agadde obalage it is true but the other piece is also true some people make it really difficult to love them really difficult or do you know people like that morris <laughs> yeah the name he has said i can't repeat it i can't repeat it because uh, both of us will be in trouble <laughs> yes so but it's true that some people can actually make it difficult for you to love them but guess what he's not talking about in, in fact he talks about it he says if you and i if you and i he says in the book of luke if you and i show love to the people that love us he says what difference have you made between you and a pagan ntiboyagala aboboka abakwagala obabolago mukwano eri abakwagala njawulo kijokoze no mukafiri you have not done anything different because even pagans they can do that but he says one of the popular teachings of, of Jesus they start with the word you have heard he says you've heard that hate your neighbor and love your enemies it says but i said to you love your enemies and pray for them agamba enemy wo omusabire anyway that is where mchala muganza took us on sunday and i pray that as you have gone through the week we are in the middle of the week you are meditating on that and you are praying that this good god will also give you the grace to live out that word ichigambe cho ochitambuliremu i see uh, quite actually many people 10 people yeah, I'm only able to see some names. I'm not able to see all the names, but I pray that uh, as you continue in the next uh, few minutes or in the next uh, few days we have before the year ends, you take that word to heart that God will transform you into that person who follows the commandment that he has given us, and that is to love our brethren, to love those that sometimes are difficult to love, to love those uh that he has called us to to love but today we do have uh, again uh, that uh, message that Jesus gives uh, some people have popularly called it the sermon on the mountain and i just wanted to uh to take you there for uh maybe 5 or so minutes as we continue to pray this day so in verse 5 chapter uh, no chapter 1 uh, the book of Matthew now when Jesus saw the crowds he went up on a mountainside and sat down his disciples came to him and he began to teach them gamba teach teach so binote yalita byogera bogezi yali ali mukusomesa so he was intentional he wasn't telling some kind of poem as some people have called this to be a poem it's not a poem it was a teaching it is not some proverb it's not some parable he, he was teaching yali ali mukuyigiriza atandiso kuyigiriza gambia cha so uh, maybe I also open amplified version as well. Do you have amplified version? As I read here from NIV in my Bible, you can uh, post for us there amplified version. Chapter five, verse one, the Gospel of Matthew. We're gonna start with the Gospel of Matthew. 
Oh, 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 OS, Mukade, uh, West Cabro, Mukade West Cabro. We thank the Lord for your presence here. Mukama Tumuebaza. Oh, and I see people saying sound is excellent. My sister Jackie Mohanji, you are welcome. Uh, probably you have been here already. You were, you've been here since we started. God bless you. We pray and we trust that uh, your coming here is not in vain. Uh, memes, kut kut. Uh, our other mama choir, Sister Miriam, God bless you. We thank the Lord for your presence here. And uh, I see also uh, Pastor Becky. Um, I see my wife, Bernadette, and then I see Muchala Antege. God bless you all for choosing to be here with us this day. <coughs> uh, yes, a testimony was given on Sunday about how the, the, the our, our media people now, they just uh, seamlessly switch from uh, one uh, angle to another. So we thank God for that. We don't take it for granted. Before, you would have to see the camera panning around and you see things that you don't need to be seeing. And now we thank God for that. We refuse to take for granted any of the things that we have been able to, to experience, especially in these times where some uh, churches uh, are finding it very difficult to, to, to operate, to function logistically. logistically. I mean, in terms of the building, because of course we know that the church is not uh, necessarily the building, but the church become the building becomes the church once people occupy it. Chinechizimbe mukadizita enuteba kanisanga detuliwe nifuka kanisanga tujiyengide nifuka kanisanga tujiyengide so fake kanisanze na we fake kanisan. But it also doesn't mean intitutueta aga chizimbe. No, chizimbe tucheta aga. And I just want to take a moment to, 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 to just be grateful for the building that we have, for the resources that we have during a time when other churches are actually uh, finding it very difficult to, to function. All right. <coughs> uh, scripture we are reading is Matthew chapter 5. You're going to read uh, a few scripture, a few verses here. And then we'll continue in prayer and then we will uh, close. For the day, the Bible says, so Jesus noticed there were many people, and then he goes to this strategic place. He sits down, but he's able to see the people because he's on a, he is on a raised platform, and then he starts to teach. Now, this was what? A teaching. Verse 2. Let's go to verse 2. <laughs> wow, look at that. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying these words. So what did he say? He says, blessed, so Agambi, happy to be envied, happy to be envied and spiritually prosperous. So he's defining what the word blessed means. Blessed is a very big, powerful word. It says, happy to be envied and spiritually prosperous with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation regardless of their outward conditions. Did you ever know that that is the definition of the word blessed? Mwami chisitu. Echigambo blessed. Chitegeza 
you were happy to be envied, and you were spiritually prosperous with life joy, and you have satisfaction in God's favor and salvation regardless of your outward conditions. That is the wa- what the word blessed mean. So regardless of your outward condition, some of you right now, your outward condition is uh, maybe a, a physical pain on your leg, on your hand, on your head somewhere. A physical pain on your eye, on your chest, on your back. A physical pain. Some of you, you have a physical pain on some outward appearance of some form. Maybe some of you were born like that. But he's saying the word blessed means all those things, happy to be envied, uh, spiritually prosperous, regard, uh, satisfaction in God's favor, regardless of your outward condition. So he says, blessed. So keep in mind that definition of the word blessed. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Now he's not talking about Poverty, nti tolina mu sente zinagula sukali oba zinagula zinalinya subway oba zinateka mafuta motoka oba whatever whatever uh, uh, area of lack that you might have he's not talking about that he's saying he means the humble who rate themselves insignificant so he's talking about humility he's talking about humility the opposite of those who over exaggerate their opinion of themselves so he says, blessed are those, the humble in spirit, the humble. I says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So do you want the kingdom of heaven to be, to, do you want to be counted among those whom the kingdom of heaven belongs to? He says, you are to be those things. You are to be humble. Now, next verse. Oh, is this a different version? Oh, give me verse uh, three. Uh, oh, that was verse three. Uh, so verse four. Verse four says, "Blessed and happy and enviably happy." Again, he defines the word "blessed," and he says, "Blessed and enviably happy." with a happiness produced by the experience of God's favor and especially conditioned by the revelation of his matchless grace, are those who mourn for they shall be comforted, as you see also in Isaiah 61. He is making, he's taking a moment to acknowledge that it is true, it is the reality of life that sometimes we might be in a place where we are mourning because of a loss, because of a grieving, because of something that we have lost. And he says, blessed are those. And we say, when he says blessed, he's not saying that you are, if, if your life is uh, one uh, episode of mourning after another episode that you are blessed, no. But he's saying that when you find yourself in a period or in a state or in a situation where you're mourning, consider yourself blessed because he says, you will be comforted, comforted. So there's a promise there for you and I when we find ourselves in a place or in a state of mourning. And verse 5, verse 5 is very, very significant here 
uh, not that the other ones are not, but verse 5 is very significant in also in light of the message that we received on Sunday, which we want to pray that we walk in. Gambacha, blessed or happily or blithum or joyous or spiritually prosperous with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of their outward condition, are the meek. You can say, now that we know that definition, we can just say for easy reading, we can say, blessed are the meek. But now, what does meek mean here? Meek here means the mild, the patient, the long-suffering. For they shall inherit the earth. So, if you want to inherit the earth, be meek. If you want to be counted among those who will inherit the earth, be patient. If you want to be counted among those that will inherit the earth, be long-suffering. Long-suffering and patient mean very close thing. But it means also that don't ever give up on patiently waiting on something or someone. And sometimes for you and I to be able to love as uh, our preacher taught us on Sunday, for you and I to be able to truly, truly love, we might have to be long-suffering. We might have to be patient with some people for us to be able to truly, truly love them. As we said, some people really make it very difficult for us to love them or we sometimes make it very difficult for others to love us. But he's saying here that blessed are the meek, blessed are the patient, blessed are the mild, for they will inherit the, the earth. So that tendency or that attitude of, uh, of getting even with people or of uh, putting people in their place or exerting your energy on others because you have the energy. In fact, here, another uh, preacher helped me to... <laughs> To uh, interpret the word meek here, he says, uh, I think actually that preacher was a uh, pastor, Rose. Uh, she, say, she used to say that uh, meekness means uh, strength put under control. That is meekness. So meekness is not weakness, not at all. In fact, in fact, it is so much different. Smona, meekness. Someone is meek. It means they are aware of their strength, but they tame it. They tame. They control their strength, and that is uh, what meekness means. And when he says that, we are able, you will be counted among those that will inherit the earth. Now, for you and I to be able to love our brethren, we are going to definitely need to be patient. If not all the time, sometimes we are definitely going to need to be to be patient. The Bible says in verse 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. He says that they will be filled. The Bible also says in verse 7, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be they will be shown mercy. Ababa inechisa, ba mukisa. 
kubanga bajja kulagibwachi ekisa so for you if you think or if you had thought at some point or oh, that pastor but how long will i extend mercy to these uh, very undeserving people because many times uh, some of our offenders seem very undeserving of our mercy but he was saying he, he's saying to you and I jalantege akugamye ntino ti the oliwamukisa oliwamukisa gwe owechisa blessed are those uh, blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy ntigwa ata atambulira mukulaga banno echisa ojakulagiwa echisa and the opposite of that is also true the bible says also i want you to know that for whatever reason jesus wanted to make sure that in his communicating of this message he was teaching sometimes he was very good at uh, telling parables he was not telling a parable he was teaching yes even during a parable he was also teaching but specifically this time it is directly said for you and i that when he opened his mouth his intent and his plan was to teach to teach and he says in verse 8 that blessed are the pure in heart for they will see god what does it say there in verse 8 he says he said blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god and i don't know what has been contaminating your heart we know some things that contaminate the heart uchai it contaminates the heart envy contaminates the heart witchcraft contaminates the heart there are some things that we know that contaminate the heart but he's saying he's talking about purity of heart here uh sexual immorality contaminates the heart uh pornography contaminates the heart uh adultery contaminates the heart any form of sexual immorality contaminates the heart and he says here that blessed are the pure in heart ngomutima tegulimuko gategulimunziro purity of heart and says you are blessed and you know what he says he says those kinds of people they will see god those that are pure in heart hmm. now here is the very important one as well verse 9 he says in light of the message that we also had on sunday he says blessed number 9 may we stand may we stand as we finish this and pray together this version says blessed are the makers and maintainers of peace there's making peace but there is also maintaining peace waliwo okutonda we mirembe nati waliwo nokujikuma two different things agambi wano blessed are the makers and maintainers of peace for they shall be called the sons of god agambi blessed are the peacemakers ah the version says peacemakers for they will be called children of god 
But I like that version more because it says, yes, blessed are the peacemakers, but also it, it, it breaks it down into two. It says, blessed are the makers and the maintainers of peace. In other words, uh, where are my people here? It is not enough, Maurice, to make peace, but he's saying we are also to maintain the peace. It is not enough to just make peace. We are also called to maintain the peace. And when we do that, we shall be called the sons or the children of God. And my friend, as we take a moment to pray with us, with each other tonight, you and I are not, <laughs> there's no way we are going to be able to love the way we have been told on Sunday if we don't intentionally seek to make peace. It is very difficult to love someone that you have not made peace with. So for you and I, we are going to do whatever it takes, Brother Jacob, to make peace, but also to maintain peace. In our church here, in our church family, we are going to be intentional and very, very prayerful about, Lord, let me, if somebody was to come in this group called Dominion Local Church, May I be counted as the peace, one of the peacemakers in this place. That God, I pray tonight that yes, the youth, I know a lot of things happen in the youth group, a lot of things happen in the adult group, a lot of things happen in Sunday school, but it is my prayer for you as the youth that as you take a moment to ponder and to reflect on this word, that you will pray that, God, I pray that you count me among those young people that make and maintain peace in our youth group. Because some are really, uh, I, I was thinking to use the word gifted, but it's really not a gift. It's, a, it's a, almost a curse. That you are always the one who cultivates and starts chaos in a group I pray that God tonight, as we pray for all of us, not just the youth, that will be counted among the makers and the maintainers of peace if we are to love our brothers and sisters as the message was told to us on Sunday. That as people experience you, they can talk about you as somebody who makes and maintains peace. That as people uh, encounter you, whether it is at home, that you will be recalled or you'll be known of as that dad who makes and maintains peace in the home. Some dads are, oh boy, there are such a dads where once they knock at the door or they hear that they are coming in, everybody runs and hides because now the end of peace has just come into the home. I pray that you, you, the mother, as you come home, that you will be counted by your children as one who makes and maintains peace. Those of you, if you don't live by yourself in the house, I pray that your roommate or your housemate or your neighbor will count you as one neighbor who you can say, oh, that neighbor is a maker and maintainer of peace. I pray that that will be your portion tonight. That as people experience you, as your pastor experiences you, your pastor can count you. Mami said to Nogamba, you know what? Yeah, as far as my pastor is concerned, I think he will count me among the people 
that maintain and make peace in Dominion Church. I pray, God forbid, may it be far from every single one of you tonight that will be counted among the people that make and maintain chaos in the house of God. I pray that you will not be counted among those people. I break, I break that spirit of that heart that devises wicked schemes in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for the word that you have sent tonight. And I know because your word is always on time, Lord, I pray that the same time, the same way you have sent this word, that Lord, you would continue to, to preserve and to cause it to take action for your word is living. Lord, you say that blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And it is true that some of you are in a place where you're saying, but pastor, I have heard this message for too long, and I don't know what you're expecting of me. Some people are not worthy of even one more minute of my patience. But the Bible is saying to you and I, child of God, that blessed are those that are humble, blessed are the meek, blessed are the long-suffering, for they will be counted as children of God.